back. Sorry, guys, for the wait. We fucking had a lot of, you know, busy things. knockoffs and stuff like that. You know, we, we've been in the trenches a little it's, bit. It's mid-season, so this is episode 11. Finally, episode 11. You know what fucking day it is. You know, you know it is. It's Friday Junior. It's Friday Junior. Friday fucking Junior, man. Why do you have to say it? I love it. We got a very special guest today. We got the president. The president of Tiago's Tacos, Gabriel Bema. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, sir. Zeke, I'll let you set it off. All right, Brody. So, you know, Tiago's is a big thing in Miami. That's literally the number one taco spot in Miami. And I want it to be all over the world. But the name Tiago's, where does it come from? So um, Tiago's came from, uh, we named it after our son, uh, my firstborn, Tiago. And um, yeah. Fire. He's going he's gonna to grow up and like, this is me. I have an <laughs> empire after me. No he's going to have to wash a lot of dishes before he gets there. <laughs> nah, yeah. I, seen, I seen on your Instagram, um, which one was like, was it Tiago doing the the glazed? Yeah, that was when he was. That was like a year and a half ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, I always try to get him as involved as possible, but I I want him to understand that it's not his, mm-hmm. it's mine. And if he wants it, he's gonna have to work for it. I saw a thing with Shaq the other day. He was like, "In order to touch my cheese, you gotta give me two degrees." My most famous rule is: in order to touch any of my cheese, you have to present me two degrees. Damn. His kids, that's his fire. Kids. That's pretty cool, man. That's fire. He's like, you gotta give me a, a bachelor's, and a master's. I like that. You feel me? He's like, I think you got a doctorate, Shaq. That's badass. That is. Yo. I don't have shit. I can't expect. I can't tell my children that. I don't have a fucking. <laughs> no, barely got matter. my high school diploma. No, you know. Matter, bro. You, you gotta give him he some. Has, some he has hella masters, hella minors. Yeah, his masters in business. So isn't he a, a cop too? Like, damn, DJ. Nigga doing a lot of shit. But um. So far as that, uh, what made you choose tacos, if you don't mind me asking? So uh, tacos wasn't my first option. Uh, I didn't really want to do tacos, actually. I wanted to do uh, Asian fusion. I was leaning towards Peruvian because that was the last cooking uh, job that I had. But uh, my wife was eating a lot of tacos during her pregnancy. So uh, we ended up going with tacos for that reason. And it's a, a lot more marketable. And when we were looking at uh, making our strategy, uh, creating the business like prepping and stuff like that yeah we were looking at the fact that we had like all the market share in kendall uh if we were to open up a taco truck because there was no taco trucks in like a 10 mile radius obviously now there is thanks to us <laughs> truly um but yeah so we were we were we did tacos for that reason yeah there's yeah. a lot of food trucks because of you guys as well like i yeah. feel like that area has like thrived in food trucks just because of that from like the route to all the way to like, well, I want to say like two sixteen. I can't, I can't really take all the credit because there was a lot of food trucks in the <laughs> route already, um, but um, but for it, our age group, as that, far as yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, what it is like for our age group to like go out and eat food trucks and go to different food trucks and bring more clientele. Mm. Pretty much started that. I would, you, I would say you inspired them more. Yeah, that's what. And a lot of people from our age group opened up their own food businesses as well, and I think. Like back then when I first started and I saw I saw people like doing things similar to me, it kind of bothered me. But now I like that I matured a lot more. I think that it's uh, it's awesome because we're in such a huge market. Not only that, like there's so much money generating here in Miami. It doesn't really affect us. 
You know what's crazy? That shit bothered me too. Like when people hop on my trends, like yeah. that shit really irks me and got under my skin. I was talking to Josh about it actually. Like, and I could see why, cause you're an extremely creative person. Yeah. Like, like when I saw you, I was like, damn, you look famous. Truly, like, bro, this nigga, like, when I would do my hair different colors and like do like designs and all that shit, and I see people doing, I'd be like, this nigga's hopping on my dick, bro. Look at this nigga sucking my dick, bro. Like, I'll get so mad about it, but it's just like, bro, I inspired it. I wasn't the first one to do it, so why am I even tripping about it? Like, Man, I, it bothered me. I had, because I had a lot of motion, you know, and I would, see it, it's like a business, it's like money. So I would, I was annoyed of it, but that was like three years ago. Now I'm like, dude, I'm happy when I see people progressing and trying out, and I want to go try them out and like show, show, show them to other people so they're like, yo, try it I out, you know? And I, I feel like uh, the food scene here needs that more competition because it just keeps us on edge and it just makes us better you know it's for the culture it's Every, for the culture everything needs some competition yeah a little friendly competition keeps keeps it going it makes you work harder bro like all day you guys played football right yeah imagine if you think someone's gonna take your spot what are you gonna do you know, work harder right harder. yeah hell yeah we'll go at them yeah and that's 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 amazing though, so man. like opening the the whole taco truck and and opening a few restaurants you have one in Corway and also one in Hialeah um how has that helped you like with other aspects of your life what do you mean by that like basically like what doors has it opened from from the beginning first of all it's open uh it's open my for to say it in a nice way it's open a lot more of bad things it's opened a lot of headaches for me, but in a positive perspective, it's been um, very enlightening. I've got to meet a lot of different individuals that I don't think I would have been able to meet if I didn't have the business. So uh, th those are the biggest positives, you know, meeting my my customers and and creating uh, long term relationships like like we made. And uh, I feel like that's the most positive thing because uh, I consider them family more than anything else, you know. So I feel like that's the number one thing is uh, the, f the the new friends and, and family that I made through having a business. And the cons? If you the cons, man. Me. We're going to have to make this podcast a lot longer <laughs> than that. Just, uh, just give me your top five. Your, your, my top, top five? five. I'll just one. name a few. Um, yeah. Dude, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of work. Um, it takes on a lot. It consumes me a lot. You know, I have two kids, a wife, a family, and um, a life as well. I like to think so. And it consumes me where I'm always thinking about what I have to do next. And a lot of people depend on me. You know, I have like 50-something employees. So a lot of people depend on me to make their living and stuff. So I always want to make sure that I'm making the, the correct decisions to ensure their future is bright and to ensure that my family's future is bright. Um, besides that, Consuming me, I would say um, the time. Uh, yeah, I had to learn how to manage my time a lot better. Uh, so besides that, I, I would say just those two things are the biggest. Because there's only 24 hours in a day, and yeah. you're working, what, 18 of it or, like, 16 of it? Dude, I feel like I work 24 hours, honestly. Like, when I first started, man, I would have dreams of, like, the being in the truck, taking orders, us being busy, the tickets printing, you know, and then I would wake up. And then I'd be taking care of Tiago because I had the morning shift. And then I'm like there cleaning his diaper, whatever. 
and I'm still thinking about work. Like, damn, I have to go pick up this at Costco and then I have to go do that. So I never, in the beginning, I never really felt like I had like any time off whatsoever until I kind of like learned to balance myself better and take on more tasks and take on more uh, responsibility. And I think that's what allowed me to scale to where I'm at now and to where I feel like I'm gonna go into the future. Cause dude, it's fucking hard. It's a lot of responsibility. That sounds tough. Like you said, you manage your time correctly, and I bet it'll get easier like over the years and stuff. Hopefully, yeah, no, I'd like hopefully. to think so. <laughs> Definitely. And when did you get that click that like I want to be a cook, dude? I always, I always liked being in the kitchen and stuff. And um, my grandmother and my grandpa in Brazil, they're from a city called São Paulo. It's a city and a state, and they used to sell like food from their basement. They had like an actual commercial kitchen, and then when my grandfather died he moved over here and then my grandma and my mom were the one that raised me because my dad was always working and stuff mm -hmm. typical immigrant story you know your grandma and your mom are the ones taking care of you because your pops is always working so i've always been in the kitchen with my grandma because she would cook a lot and like my grandma's like such a creative person so i got that from her and then when i first started working i just worked as a as a in the kitchen uh, not in the kitchen in the restaurant and then i made my way back towards the kitchen and then that's when i kind of fell in love with the aspect of like hospitality and taking care of people and stuff Fire. true i feel like I, I did the same thing like my grandma always taught me like how to cook different things and she was always like in the kitchen showing me like yo look pay attention to this because your mom didn't know how to do this until she was like 20 something and i was like 10 years old like what, what are you talking about like, she would teach me like a bunch of different shit like how to cook and how to be on on point with everything like <clears throat> it was just a, a way of living that she showed me like just so you don't need anybody, you feel me? Like cooking is what you need to survive. So yep. this is this is it. And she'll just throw things in front of me, like, look, make this. And I'll just do that shit. Yeah, grandma's no best, bro. Grandma's no best. Shout, shout out, out to all the grandmas out shout there. Shout out to all the grandmas, man. Like, shout, <laughs> shout out, out to, to every single one of them. Bro. Um yeah, and um have like I seen like old pictures with you uh when you're in culinary school. Has any of the cooks like reached out to you, like, yo, I remember when you were this or remember when you were that? Like any of the famous not so like famous but like instagram famous cooks have any like have you met any of them i know you had an old picture i don't remember the gentleman's name but um honestly man right no i don't have anybody that reaches out to me because yeah. in that sense from like that um area of i guess the culinary world i don't feel like i'm i'm, on, I'm not on their radar to be honest with you, because I, I don't consider myself more of, of a chef. I, I don't think I'm a chef. I think I'm a cook. I think I'm more on, like, uh, the business aspect side of it, you know? Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, no. But I still am in contact with some of the people that I that I were in culinary school with. And, um, bro, they're doing completely different shit than I am. Like, I opened up a food truck. They're, like, working in mission-starred restaurants, you know? Yeah. So we kind of, like, went two separate ways. You just branched off? Yeah, I, I wanted to be doing what they were doing. That was my plan in life, you know. I wanted to move to Brazil and cook in, like, really high-end restaurants. But I had a baby, so I had to make money. And usually when you're working as a cook, man, you're not making money. So I had to make it happen. Truly. That was probably the best, the best way to do it. No lie. Mm -hmm. um, who has inspired you? Like, who has been your inspiration? You can be, like, a cook, family member. I know it's, like, your grandma was a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, I would have to say my biggest motivation was uh having my son yeah. 
and uh, providing for my family. And then my biggest inspiration, uh, like in my life or like my business or in your life, I would say, because your life, bro, your life pretty much made your business. So, damn, that's a good question. So, my biggest inspiration, I'll have to say my dad. My dad, man, because he instilled such a like crazy work ethic into me. I consider myself like such a like like a brute. Like I'm so like I just put my head down and I just work. I don't work the smartest way. I don't do things in the easiest, fastest way, or like the, I don't take shortcuts. Like I'll do things in the hardest way possible, but I, it'll get done. You get it done, right? and I'll sacrifice a lot of I'll sacrifice everything to get you know the job done. So I have to say, my dad, he instilled that in me, man, and I'm so appreciative of him. And for for your business. Do you think you want to leave behind like a legacy or a dynasty? Damn. Um, I think that's a really good question as well. Um, I, I would like to be able to leave uh, something for my community. Uh, I'm very fortunate for uh, West Kendall. I'm very fortunate for Miami and what they've allowed me to do and Hialeah. So I would like to leave something behind that they would be able to cherish after I'm gone. But I would definitely like to be able to leave something for, you know, the future generations of Bamas and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I would say, say both. So that's a great question. Yeah. I mean, what you're, what you're stating is more like a dynasty because you're saying leave behind. Like, like legacy is like more for you. Right. For yourself. It's more like individual. Individual. Like yeah. Dynasty is going to be like your name, the Bama. Yeah. Bama I, think, family. I, I think that's what I'm most focused on. Yeah. That's 100%. Mm -hmm. Behind the dynasty. That's, that's 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 what's up that's what i feel like we all want to leave behind right a dynasty yeah, leave like something something that like we'll carry on for ages yeah you can't take it with you right at all so it'll be nice you know it'll be nice to do, for that to happen i would really appreciate that and not, not gonna lie i had to tell you this you know i said it before but when you cooked and when it's cooking now your shit was more genuine and there was love in it. i miss that bro that's why you have to hire me for a catering for Dave and Busters, employee appreciation. Dave and Busters, <laughs> contact me. No, our, our 20th episode, we're still going to cater you for a little party. And not cater to you. Cater to you. Whatever you need. We're going to cater to you, too. <laughs> you feel me? We're going to cater you. I want, you know, crunch wraps and all that shit. Yeah, man, that hunger that I had inside of me, uh, it was definitely uh, going into the food, man, because, bro, I, I had just got a baby. I had moved out. I was broke as shit. And I needed to, you know, make, I needed to make people happy so they would come back, you know? So I was doing everything. And what I would tell my employees is like, yo, we're going to be sucking toes. <laughs> so you're going to suck your customers' toes. Like, we got to do everything to make these people happy. Hospitality is key. Yeah. Key. For everything, for every aspect, anything you want to sell, like, you need, you need, you need to be likable. Yeah. I think that was our number one uh, thing when we were opening the food truck. I think that's what we, this instinctively changed us besides the food from everybody else was the service that we were giving people and the attention. Yeah. Also, I saw something and I didn't like it. Fuck Yelp. You deserve yeah, five man. stars. And fuck Google because they gave you four and a half. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think that four and a half stars is a negative connotation when like you have one to five stars, right? So you would think that four and a half, that's good, but like Bro, like, if you work in a restaurant, you know. Like, if you own a restaurant, if you know someone that owns a restaurant. 4.8 minimum. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, Yelp, bro, scumbags. scumbags so, they, what they ask you to do is they ask you to spend money with them. Because mm -hmm. that's how uh, Yelp makes money is from restaurants. 
So you have to do uh, run ads with them and stuff like that. And then in return, the five star comp, because if you if you go on Tiago Sacos and you look at the not recommended comments, the not recommended reviews, I have like 500 or something because we get a ton of five star reviews. The thing is that they unrecommend them. So then what's going to be recommended is whatever's bad, not whatever's bad, but like whatever they, they want. Like the so they dictate what my yelp what my rating is but in reality it used to bother me a lot i used to get my like kick myself a lot for it but bro at the end of the day numbers don't lie you know your customers come back bro they come back and not only that bro like we had three and a half stars in 2019 and like we had a line of people down the block at like 3 p.m you know what i mean and you could go to any other food truck at 3 p.m or at their busiest time and Bro, at one point we were the busiest food truck in South Florida, maybe even Florida. Well, you so had the red food truck. Yeah, I wasn't even I wasn't worried about <laughs> no Yelp or Google. I was like, whatever, bro. Like I'm I'm gonna accept my fate for what it is if if it is what it is. But now like I kinda want it. Yeah, damn to go up, but like that's it's crazy. hard. So what is it based off of like how the food is, how the service is? Dude, they like they have like this geo tracking thing where when you leave a review if you don't leave the review while you're there like there's a possibility that it's not going to get counted as it if you don't write too much like too much of a description you know it's it's bullshit where i'm gonna make hella google accounts and hella yelp accounts <laughs> different ones so, so that's the cool thing about google google doesn't like take out comments so our true like your true review count is google and like in Google, we are like 4.2 and up on everything. So I think I'm happy with that. That's like a B. 4.5 would be like a B plus. I'm okay. I'm okay with the B. Yeah. You know? yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Even though, you know, you're, <coughs> everyone thinks you deserve it. Hey, bro. Thank you. It's you, but I mean, your employees just have to want it as bad. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Most just definitely. Just like how you wanted it. Right yeah. now, they're just like, uh, like. Yeah, take ownership. Feel most me? definitely. Mm -hmm. Take it as it is theirs. So um, I'm a big fan with collaborating and all that stuff. So like getting with each other with a brain or another, like what are your like collabs that you want to do or that you've done? I know um, you did like the glaze and then you did the one at barbecue 58 when you went out there. Do you consider those collabs or? Yeah, I definitely do. Uh, I want to do stuff more uh, local uh, to my community mm -hmm. and uh, like, I want to grab like micro influencers like you guys and like peso and stuff. I want to do events with people like that uh, and bring the community together in that aspect because man, there's no better feeling than getting a group of people together that have no idea who they are and everybody's vibing and have like a kickback yeah. and throw in some good food, some music and like some drinks. I feel like that that would be ideal for me and I would really like to do something like that this year. That is gas, bro. Uh, we we got to make it happen. You know what we got to make definitely. happen? Rib crunch roll. <laughs> Yo, that's a fucking amazing idea. <laughs> rib crunch roll. You know how, like, Flanagan's has a rib rolls? But Yo. Josh's would be way better. Dude, yeah. A rib crunch roll. Oh, yeah. Got to oh, yeah. get on it. Write that, that, that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write it down. Just jot that down real quick. Like, hey, the just, masitas just that just came out, out you know. Y'all go get that. I'm going to go get that today. I'm going to go try it out. Definitely got to try it out. I'm, I'm so what is the, the two new items that you had? Uh, the maicitas, and we also have the street corn. Nice. It's re they're really good. It's great. You're going to put um, hot Cheetos on it or no? 
We should, shouldn't we? I wasn't gonna put hot Cheetos. I was gonna put Takis. I like Takis better. Takis like are Takis. way better, bro. You just I like the lime, uh, the yeah, citrus. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just Every time I smoke <laughs> at night, I eat a whole bag of Takis, like the family bag. That's crazy. That's why your stomach stuff. be hurting. That's why, I, that's why I'm so shitty, bro. This thing is shitty. <laughs> so besides, besides like the tacos, the quesadillas, like all that stuff, like what item that came out did you the most numbers, dude? Damn. There's so many things that I came out that were fucking crazy, but dude, when I did a, the hot, the first one that I did was the hot chicken sandwich, dude. People were lining up outside the truck before we were even open. It was crazy. I, I like, dude, I brought something to Kendall, bro, that Kendall never had. And when I brought the hot chicken sandwich, dude, I did that in like 2019, I think, dude, it went crazy, and I had to take it off the menu because I couldn't handle it. And then I brought out the Crunchwrap went crazy. Crunchwrap was so good. Still we're going lining crazy. up still going. down the block for the Crunchwrap. And I was like thinking to myself, and I would go outside and I would look at the line and I was like, dude, these people are crazy. They're lining <laughs> up for a fucking Crunchwrap. What the fuck? And dude, they would line up for the Crunchwrap and the Crunchwrap went crazy. We were selling like freaking 150 Crunchwraps a day. I never, I never tried the chicken sandwich, but bro, people in Florida go crazy for chicken sandwiches. That's bro. crazy, bro. And We're then the burial went. Yeah, no, it was like it was like a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, yeah, but I, I, I did it differently because I put it in a, in a Hawaiian roll. Oh, <laughs> and I did it with a, with a homemade tender. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, but and then. Those were the two crazy ones. And then Burial went crazy, too. Yeah, Burial Tacos. But it, it went crazy. Like It was more spread out because at that point, I already had three locations. So it went crazy. But, it like, we sold a lot of it. But it was, like, spread out into three different locations. So it wasn't as big as an impact just having one location, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, man, those are my three my three items that uh, that went the craziest. Are there anything you got to bring back? I should bring back the hot chicken sandwich. Please. I didn't even I, I want to do the burgers again, to be honest. Bur Break break burgers. That was a really cool concept. I really enjoyed doing that. I had a break burger. That was something that went crazy too. That was good. Josh got me a break burger. Did you go on the first day or no? no. Dude, on the first day was crazy, bro. We had the red truck. We had brought it back to do brick burger. And then I, I got my friend, shout out to Silk Dreams. He was printing out shirts and I was giving out free shirts for the first fifty people. That said brick burger. It was so fucking lit. It was like an event. You know, it was like a fucking like an event and uh we sold out in like an hour and a half. And people just had to send people to like go home. Like we don't have any more food. Damn, that's crazy, bro. Bro, I remember I tried the brick burgers. That shit was so good, bro. We definitely have to bring that back. Oh yeah. We have to. I want to do something crazy, man. Something crazy where we could bring the community together and um, get other food vendors involved as well. Like the peso event. Like when you the peso event. Dude, it would be lit if we could get the peso with peso, me, brick burger, and like some other food vendors as well. Maybe some sweets, some desserts. You know. Spread the love a little bit, you know? Yeah, we could have called Scrape, but they sold their shit. Damn, that's true. Who? Scrape. Scrapers? Oh, yeah. Scrapers or whatever. Oh, yeah, that shit, was, that shit was good, too. Bro. Wow. I forgot what the fuck I was I have a question. I have a question for Gabe. Sure, man. What was, um, did you have, like, a oh, fuck moment ever? Like, when I say oh, fuck, I mean, like, where you know that you're onto something, like, like good, like you're, you're opening up the business and say that you're prepping and then you're like, you're for, you have that like, that epiphany, you're like, yo, I think I could do this shit. Like, oh fuck, this might actually work out. So, yeah, man, I, I think I did 
uh, something similar to that. You know, I, I didn't have any other choice but for it to work. So I never thought of, you know, quitting or anything. But when I thought that I was actually going to start making, like, real money, you know, uh, I used to talk to my brother because I used to work w with my brother. It was just me and him. And <clears throat> we would hook up the trailer at uh, my mom's crib. That was, like, our home base headquarters, which is, like, right there next to the Home Depot on um, – on 157 and 88th yeah. by the Walmart. Okay. So it was a straight shot from my mom's crib to Texaco where we opened up. And we would talk a lot because, you know, we spent a lot of time together. We're spending like 14 hours a day together. It's like basically having a celly, you know? So we, we grew really close together. And I was like telling him, like, dude, yo, one day we're going to sell 700 bucks in a day. Could you sell like 300 bucks, 200 bucks, you know? Yo, one day we're going to sell 700 bucks in a day, bro. And, um, yo, like, that's when we're going to make it, you know? And then he's like, bro, you really think one day we're going to sell 700 bucks <laughs> in a day? And I was like, yeah, bro, I really think so. Like, we're going to be able to do that, bro. And he's like, bro, if we do that, can you start paying me? Because I wasn't paying him. <laughs> and I was like, bro, of course, I got you. Whatever, bro. And then I think like a month and a half later, bro, we were selling, like, 1500 bucks in a day and then like two months later we're selling like 800 bucks in an hour so i was like at that moment i was like fuck like i think i'm i think i know what i'm like i think i i got this right like, like something fuck, i gotta like, start paying his oh, ass something is going right and i was like damn that's good that's fire that's awesome that's good bro and speaking of locations you got any new locations opening up dude i just this year, man, December, God willing, we're going to open up the drive-thru. And um, who knows? I want to open up in Fort Lauderdale in the future. But I don't know, man. I'm on, I'm on the fence about uh, opening up more locations. All right. And considering you're the biggest, like, taco restaurant in Florida. Nah, chill. We're not the biggest. One of the biggest. Maybe, in like, Miami. top 20. Top 20. Down South Florida. Yeah, for sure. Down South Florida, would you consider, like, branching out? Like, you just said Fort Lauderdale, like... Branching out to up north Florida or like yeah man or I would out love of state. To. I would like to anything. go down south. I'd like to open up in the Keys. Yeah, so I can get that Hell Florida City yeah. Keys vibe. Hell yeah. But yeah, man, I would. I, yeah, man, I want to spread it, man. I want to spread it. I want to be able to show love to everybody. Um, I finished building my food truck. I put an LS2 in that shit. It's badass, and I want to take it cross cross uh, Florida and do like a tour, uh, Tiago Sacos tour, and like go Sorry. to a bunch of different cities and towns and stuff. So that'll be really dope, man. But I don't know about opening up restaurants, Fuck it, I'm bro. on the truck. Yeah, open up. Yeah, that point, it's, I'm that so, point, like, it's so much work, it's dog. It's hard, like, yeah, no, I bet it's hard. At that point, fuck it, I'm on the truck. I'm telling you, you Let's get, go. You get, go, you go, get go. a team that has the same strive as you, same energy, and you can make anything happen. That's true. That's, That's true. People on the same, the same boat as you. Surely, you guys would be so vibrant, bro. That would be so crazy. Like, when you do that, I feel like for sure you're going to, Fucking franchise out. Yeah, like you're you can't do anything. You can't. Obviously, you did that shit alone, but you can do something bigger if you have something. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think that would be. It's like coming to terms with that and then going in that direction. And your brother, your brother didn't. Um, he could he do something. What What was it that you that you said again? So my brother, if anybody's looking for a a delicious ice cream truck for their next party, we have Tiago Streets, which is now ran by my brother Bruno. It's delicious, and uh, yeah. So Bruno works with me. He works together with me still, and um, he's still helping me grow the business. And then he's doing that on the side.
because we're trying to grow our our catering uh section of the business so when you cater do you have tiago streets with you or you had to do two separate so i haven't had any caterings with tiago streets yet because we just finished a truck but um i would like to yeah have the tiago streets together with with uh, the tiago's 100%. truck tacos and some dessert oh man like some ice cream sounds like and the truck looks cool as fuck bro it's on some white walls yeah you saw that shit, that shit looks yeah, fire that's hard uh we're trying to bag it put it on some airbags so it could like get all the way to the floor so we'll see you know the the future for tiago streets is looking pretty radical just just gotta get it in in front of the the, the right people because i think that show look cool in mu music videos too uh, yeah. <laughs> a, a white ice cream truck <laughs> can't be lit <laughs> a white food truck and them fire and you've been doing uh tiago's for how many years it's about um, to be four bro in four years in a couple months in these four years what is like the craziest thing to happen to you like i don't know like a like a like a, a customers <laughs> a customers didn't like what you did and they want to freaking throw some shit at you that's crazy like, you know the first thing that comes to mind is the most recent so this past two, like two weeks ago i had a lady call me last minute and she was like i have this huge event going on in watson island which is uh next to the children's museum on the yeah. rick and baker causeway yeah. all right so it was the first paddleboard not paddleboard paddleball tournament in the world and it was this huge event apparently and she wanted us to feed the staff for 150 people. So I get this phone. I'm out of catering. And I get this phone call for us to go there the next day and feed 150 people. And I was like, like the money's calling for sure. Like, I'm going to do it. Brother, we go. We start feeding the people. Everything's going good. I'm not even there because I had taken the day off. I was with my family at the beach. So I had gone to the beach, whatever, making sure everything's going good, talking to my brother. I'm at the beach and I get a phone call from my brother. My brother's like, yo, don't be mad at me. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Obviously, like, he's about to tell me something that's, you know, not good. So he's like, yo, we made, like, hibachi veggie tacos for this uh, lady. And, like, she basically threw it at me and said, I'm not eating this shit. What the fuck is this? This is not, like, good vegan food. And, bro, we've had that on our menu since we opened, and we've never had a complaint about it. Everybody that's tried it loves it. It's basically pico de gallo with pineapples tossed in the plancha, in the griddle, with agave, and we season it. So it caramelizes. It tastes really good. It's packed with flavors. And she's like, wasn't having it. And I was like, bro, did you tell her you'll make her something else or, like, try to make her happy? He's like, no, bro, she's mad. I was like, whatever, bro. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll figure it out. So on the way back, I go check check them out because I had to go through the Rick and they Baker house. Anyway, yeah. So I stopped there with my, my two kids are sleeping, knocked out in the back. Knocked out in the back. And then um, my wife's in the front. She's like, yo, hurry up. Like, they're going to wake up and go crazy, whatever. So I had stopped over there. I had gotten them pizza so they could eat because, like, they were probably tired. They were going to be there for, like, five or six hours. So I, I, dropped them, I dropped them off pizza, and then I was talking to my brother, and guess who passes by? The lady. The lady. And then I'm like, yo, is that the lady? Because I just had a feeling. I was like, yo, is that the lady? And I pointed at her, and she saw me pointing at her. And then he's like, yeah, bro, that's her, but, like, you're pointing at her, and she's looking. Like, be careful. And then I'm like, hold up. I'll be back. So I go over there, and I start talking to her. And then, like, she was ready to, like, you know, 
like to fight me or like to argue with me and i was like hey and i extended my hand and i and i'm like my name is gabriel and she looked at me and she was like the fuck is this guy trying to do right now <laughs> and she ended up shaking my hand and i was like hey look i'm so sorry that uh our food wasn't up to par with your standards this is the first time that i have a complaint with our vegan tacos and i just wanted to first off apologize for not them you know not being up to your standards and i wanted to know if there's any constructive criticism that you can give me so this doesn't happen in the future mm -hmm. we ended up having like a 15 minute conversation into why she went into being a vegan uh what would be okay for her and she offered uh gave us like advice gave me advice on how you know i should have like things that have more protein and like mushrooms are okay but what would really be great would be like like a chicken substitute or a shrimp substitute or like a sausage substitute and i was like okay i really and like you know it went from like a, a ne something negative to a positive and uh we ended up i ended up getting her phone number i gave her my card so like we can stay in contact and I'll, she's like if you ever have a question of like doing a vegan menu just call me and i'll be happy to give you like advice because i've been a vegan for 16 years which is crazy to me because it's super hard to like now it's there's a lot more accessible foods for vegans but it's more like everyone is doing it more yeah now. but like dude 10 years ago 15 years ago being a vegan was not like a popular thing there wasn't a bunch of companies that were you know dedicating themselves for that so i was like damn that's pretty like i respect her opinion you know mm -hmm. so i took it as a learning experience but dude that was like one of the craziest things the other craziest thing that i that i would have to say that i'm really embarrassed of saying because it was like the most unprofessional thing i've ever done i forgot i forgot i don't even know if i should be saying this right now i had i had forgotten that i had a catering and it was for like a girl's 15th birthday party and i didn't like a lady called me she's like hey where are you guys and i was like oh my god and i had forgot so like we were late to the party and like the mom was super mad and it was it was a mess we ended up doing it like i did it for free and i told her like the next party she has i'll do it for free which is like a big deal because it's like a four thousand dollar value mm -hmm. and she was like super mad at me but like that was like the most embarrassing biggest fuck up i've ever done in my entire life yeah but i bet you're tired like sh but bro like, like i was on some shit, but there's no excuses dog yeah like, no i excuses. fucked up it was big it was huge like that was like the biggest fuck up to me and i i really damn that was, this is embarrassing if she sees this which i i doubt she'll ever see this or anybody she knows will see this <laughs> you haven't called me for your other catering i'll still do it for free <laughs> that's crazy that's fire though i mean shit. i know st stuff like that won't happen again no most and definitely then, not and then like the incident with the lady like will probably never happen again no most definitely it not. Def it, it probably ever barely ever happens because like that's like what like one of your craziest things in your yeah man four we're years? yeah we're we're most definitely uh we try to be as professional as me and my family try to be as professional as we can i can't speak for my employees i want them to be but you know i can't control them um that's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me and the worst um i tried to be as professional as i can and i use every mistake that i make as a learning experience so it doesn't happen again and i can move forward from it comfortably and not be like oh shit, like oh i have three caterings today you know yeah but yeah but i mean anybody you want to give a shout out to give credit to for this come up four years happened quick dude made plenty of money no cap my wife man number one my wife uh huge support system for me my family my mom my dad my grandma my kids 
uh, the whole West Kendall community, including you guys, my ex-employee, Jonathan, everybody, bro. If it wasn't for you guys, bro, I would still just be making lomo saltados at Lamar or like frying whole fish. So I really appreciate the opportunity that you guys gave me to serve you and put me in the position that I am here today truly uh, we appreciate you too bro went crazy gee shit tiago's is literally like my go-to food every time i get off of work Fire. perfect timing like bro you guys close on weekends at two like i get there vibes vibes bro and um you mentioned your wife like and i remember the story you told me that she literally pushed you to 100 man helped you pass high school everything everything she was she was my backbone man uh, we've been together since junior year me and angie and since i met her bro i knew that she was you know special she wasn't like you know regular and um she pushed me to graduate she pushed me to go to school because i didn't want to go to school she pushed me to open up my business everything and i'm so grateful to have her she's yeah, support, a boss that back support that's, that's what's up but i mean let's wrap up everything that's what she said uh wrap up everything <laughs> Truly. Man, thank you again, Gabe. <laughs> Yo, G, thank thanks for having th me, guys. Yo, bro, you guys are the best. Thank you for being on the show. Like, we really appreciate you, bro. Like, that ass, like, you are great. big, bro. You're thank you, man. Great, I appreciate bro. you guys. We didn't want to interview man. anybody else till we interviewed you. Jeez, I appreciate shit, that, man. And thank you for our new producer. Just kidding. It's the same one. He just got new haircut. Changes his haircut. haircut every month. So, you know, every, every time Jonathan changes his haircut, his persona changes. <laughs> so, you know, when he had the, the man bun... He was into he was into you know when he gets that long salt when bay he gets that long hair he gets out of hand <laughs> that hippity dippity he long hair blonde hair don't care you feel me that's that's what he's but into let's wrap this we strictly up. business it's Friday Junior it's Friday fucking Junior y'all Friday Again. fucking Junior 11. come with me if you want to live Gabriel Gabriel let's we get out. it is that